All right, new episode of the season, and with me is Carly Palillo. Did I do it right? Close. Palillo. Palillo. Oh, we'll work on it. Okay, <laughs> dedication time. So, Carly, what would you like to dedicate this to? I'd like to dedicate it first to my mom because okay. she definitely Good believed call. in everything that I did, no matter what it was. I like your mom already. <laughs> and um, I'd like to also dedicate this to my first acting coach <gasps> really yeah will wallace from la he, he, i okay. took one of his classes years ago and that was kind of started my whole acting passion life did he like braveheart william wallace yes <laughs> <laughs> i to. don't know i'll have to ask okay all right let's get started Hey, we're back with the new season of the St. Paul Filmcast. Uh, before we get to Carly, I want to mention that I do have my own comic book. Uh, if you like pulp, comic, and noirs, uh, my comic book, The Greenway, is available on IndiePlanet.com. We'll put the link on there. Um, if you don't like hard copies, digital copies are available. So the only digital copy for each book is only a dollar if you're interested. Only a dollar. Um, also, if you want to see what it looked like, you can check me out on a YouTube channel, Kyle and Nick on Film, where Kyle and I critique one movie a week. We're going to boost that up in April. I think we're going to do two movies a week, but so far, uh, our new season will kick off for Kyle and Nick on Film tomorrow. And I think the movie is The Fury, if I'm right. You ever seen The the Fury, Brian De Palma's. I don't think I have. Oh, I would think you like it. It has one of the best endings of a movie that's just perfect. That's so hard to come by. I know. But the thing is, I don't look up the ending of The Fury on YouTube and just catch the ending. You have to go through the whole movie. Experience. The whole experience. The, and then the ending is you one of the You have to earn that ending. Yeah. You know, I had the privilege of seeing it. It's... It's one of those movies where you see the ending in a theater where you're just no distractions, everything's black out, mm. you focus on the movie, and then you get that ending, you're like, Yeah. It's such a big payoff. Ooh, yes. 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 And the theaters. Yes. So Carly, how you doing? Good. Have you done a podcast before? No. Okay. So this is first time. Correct. Do you listen to other podcasts? I do. I do. Um Do you okay. actually do you listen when you play video games? Uh usually if if I'm I'm usually playing music, okay. whether it be the copyrighted or non-copyrighted, depending on what I'm doing. <laughs> but usually podcasts will be more if I'm like just have it on the background, doing stuff yeah. in the house, cleaning the house, something like that, lounging. Yeah, so I'm sure I'm sure somebody's cleaning the house right now. Listen to us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but you do video games too. I'm sorry. You do video games also. Yeah. You're yes. a, one of the things I know about you, and this is actually the first time we met. But you were a video game enthusiast. Very much so. Has this always been about you? Yeah. Really? My Since, whole life. Really? Yes, very much so. So are you like like all consoles or you stick to one? Are you like you did like a Marvel DC person? But <laughs> I have definitely owned just about, I mean, in the modern era, like talking early 
90s okay. consoles. I've had just about every single kind from Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation. Now I'm getting into the PC world. So I've kind of done all kinds of genres, games, all kinds. So you just you get lost. You're one of those people. Oh, I used to play video games extensively, but the, I would lose track of time. All of a sudden you get home from work and you're like, it's 1 a.m. And you're like, what the heck happened to my life? Yeah, that's and definitely an issue. <laughs> that's definitely an issue. You get stuck in that world. Um, but I had that's the reason why I had to kind of abandon it. I have stopped playing since about 20, 2006. Oh. <laughs> and it's just I have too many addictions. I love movies. Oh. I watch three movies a day. I have comic books. I watch comic books. So wow. it's almost like you have to you have to kind of your media choose the thing that you want to be addicted to. Yeah, I we talk about addictions or obsessions as a bad thing, but I think everybody gets a payoff if, if you like playing video games and yeah. you get the time to get lost in them. Have fun, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of positive that can become out of there, obviously. But so, so what's the game that you like right now? Hmm. Well, I guess lately it's been a MOBA. All right. Well, I, so it's like a, a, like a tower defense game. League of Legends is what I've been playing a lot. Is it like what my niece says? Is it a murder game? Because <laughs> um, she comes to my I don't want to play the murder games. All well, right. well, you definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is like, like a team versus team trying to, you know, get the okay. kills. and Almost like Halo. Down, it's more like you have a you have five versus five. Everyone goes down one side of a lane, and you battle one on one and see who wins. And so like, and they have to kill their tower. And so when you get their towers, all their towers are dead. You win the game. And what's it called again? League of Legends. League of Legends, <laughs> I like that. But I I've been playing a lot of that streaming wise. Um, but I definitely play a large variety. That's just one that's. Kind of work on my on my current computer. <laughs> do, do you well, well? You do you like to do like the first person ones? I do. Okay. I like I like first person shooters. I like RPGs with the storyline. I like puzzle yeah. games. I like calm ones like mahjong. I like just about all all varieties. There's not one I haven't really liked. All right. I remember when I was in college, I'm dating myself when I was in college, and somebody introduced me to the first Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And seeing that, Ooh. right, you've seen that as, because I like movies, and like, what you like, I like, went to the, my friend's house, and he's like, you like scary movies, you like movies, wait, do you see this video game? And I was like, holy God, <laughs> yes. And I think I stayed up to like 4 a.m. just playing that. And he was like, no, you don't just play it. You got to wait till like midnight to play this. And you got to oh, yeah. turn off all the lights. and Make everything. it a whole horror yeah. film experience. You don't just play it at 10 a.m. You turn off all the lights. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's one genre game I am not good at is horror. Because, oh, man. You get freaked out? <laughs> oh, so easily. I'm so easy to scare. So easy. Like, even even zombies and games like shooter games that no murder, one murder my niece yeah, yeah you, you have a gun to kill them and i'm still scared <laughs> so i'm not good with scary but it's funny you know and no sports for you i'm not no not not the best not not, not too exciting i not like i like soccer that's probably the only sport i really do enjoy well one thing about soccer all the other sports is soccer you kick the ball away from you where American sports, you have the ball come towards you, right? Right. <laughs> no thanks. I've been hitting the face too much. <laughs> well, I, there was a lot. There's an episode of Johnny Carson where Madeline Kahn was on. Mm-hmm. You know, Madeline. Everybody knows who Madeline Kahn was, and he was just, hes being—he's like, "Do you like sports?" And she just said, "I don't like 
balls coming at me. <laughs> See, I feel like I would I would have said that, but I did. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> so you you primarily were in gym class just sit in the corner where like just give me a game console, you know. Uh yeah, I did not like FIED. It was just not that was before I enjoyed fitness and exercise. I, I didn't know you could enjoy it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. You it's can. It's not taxing. I can. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's not always painful. <laughs> no, it, yeah, I was definitely. I didn't mind some of the the group games. You know, when people yeah. are being nice and not like extremely competitive and like like tickets like the Olympics. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, or they take dodgeball too seriously. <laughs> Right. We're not getting a medal after this. We're going to math class after this, right? Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, how did the career from video games as a kid, did you go to, like, the modeling and the acting all that stuff? Was there something always with you, or? You know, I it's kind of, it was very random and not planned. Um, I was just not really enjoying my day-to-day job. And yeah. so I wanted to try to explore something else. I was going to college back in the day for nursing, and it really wasn't up my alley. I was doing it just because it was a safe job to do. Yeah. You know, it's always going to be there. No, there's, we're still looking but, for nurses. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. But I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not the one. I'm not a nurse. I'm not. I, I like to help people, and, t- and I don't mind being like a, like a PCA. Yeah. But anything more extensive, no. I, I just... So you, it wasn't for me. But so, you figured that out before it got really expensive, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I took, I was just not happy with life. And then I went online. I was like, how do I do acting? How do you how do, you do the act? <laughs> right. And yeah. so I just Googled acting classes. And I found one in Bill Cooper studio. It was Will Wallace. Yeah. And he came for a weekend extensive. And ever since that weekend, it's completely changed my life. I like that. I like that. Uh, we've had Bill Cooper on the show before, yeah. too. And he's just a wonderful guest. He's awesome. I think he's able to navigate it that it's not necessarily you're putting on a mask, but you're taking off a mask, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like that. You're not. You're showing your authentic selves, right? Yeah. It's yeah. it's all about being vulnerable, showing that, that real human aspect to things it's, it's hard rather than putting on a shield right right yeah. right different little schools of thought of how you do it right my famous line is jack nicholson's jack nicholson said it's it's you make the clothes do the work <laughs> perfect <laughs> i love that <laughs> so make sure you spend more and he was like a particular person on costuming because you want make yeah. the clothes do the work yeah you come in yeah so. there you go because it just it just adds to so much, you know, when you've got that that perfect outfit on and, and character. Ooh. Yeah, and I think in Lord of the Rings they even made the undergarments for them. Ooh. They authentically made their like cotton oh. under even oh, underpants. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And so <laughs> Peter Jackson was authentic about costuming. Like, even, but not even cheat on the extras. Everybody's gonna look really authentic. And oh, I love that. I know. Like, especially, it's one aspect of film that I notice far more now obviously you notice when yeah batman's wearing a suit or something but it's just those small details that really help create the entire universe and i think it yeah. really helps the actor really get inside as well i love yeah. that yeah there's a lot of movies that are i don't consider like phenomenal or good but i do like the costume choices mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think that's an emphasis. Like it's a, there's a comic book story that's really awful, but it's the artwork is fantastic, and I love it. <laughs> sure looks pretty. I love what's going on that's here. Stupid, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what makes comics fun. Is you can write the stupidest story, but you have a good illustrator. It's fantastic. Ooh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. So that once you went to acting class, it kind of didn't really, it didn't really shy you away from it. You liked it. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah it really. It opened me up to an entirely new world and, and community yeah. it, within Minnesota I didn't know existed. I didn't know we had a very strong acting community. Um, and at the time, I wasn't living in the cities. Okay. So I wasn't aware of anything going on. I was in Litchfield, so way far away. Yeah. <laughs> you can Google and you can find out where Litchfield yeah. is. Yeah. Real, right. yeah. Real small little town out of, out, of the, out of the metro, but... Yeah. So when you watch movies now, do you does the acting come out front, or do you just get able to relax and just enjoy it as a spectator, or you kind of taking notes? There's there's multiple ways. I feel like I watch every movie now. Okay. I watch it as a viewer trying to enjoy just the movie experience. Yeah. I watch it as an actor because I see the choices they make, and then I I reflect that on my own skills, and I see it. I also watch the movie as a director and like behind the camera because there's there's things I want to do you know in my life that are not acting but like also in film yeah. and so I appreciate just the the way they shot that I appreciate the lighting that person did I appreciate literally every single aspect and it's like it's hard to just watch a movie um yeah. Just a just a quote unquote normally watch it. No, my my wife criticized because <laughs> you and I are the same. When we watch a movie, we're not just gonna enjoy it. And she, uh -huh. my wife's like, can't you just enjoy watching a movie? And I turned her go, uh, like Kurt Cobain. I wish I was like you, just easily amused. Yep, <laughs> blissfully unaware of all the just, challenges. Just, can you just enjoy it? No, let's figure out what the metaphors are. Why we color choices and all that. Right. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you ever? understand the idea of assigning an animal to your character have you ever meant that like that hmm. method acting kind of a thing saying an, uh, an animal to animal. how project. no I, i've never i've never heard of that like uh the other well there's a lot of famous um heath ledger always like assigned when he did a joker like a wild dog oh okay and so he did a lot of things like a dog would do in the movie like he stuck his head out of the car mm. and enjoyed the hair and you know or he did like the lick the lips like a dog oh, I like in fact that. he referenced himself I'm a dog chasing cars, you know. Yeah, okay. And so that that usually that's another tool that a lot of I've noticed a lot of actors use, a, like assign an animal to their character. Yeah. And he signed a wild dog to like you know. I like that. That yeah. I think that can definitely add a lot to yeah. to a character and just your mindset going in. You know, just kind of adding those yeah. little quirky things that yeah. you may not think about, but just kind of no, like I, those those little. Little things like that. Yeah, Him. Robert De Niro said when he did Taxi Driver, he thought of himself like a crab. Like he was never going to approach anything direct. It's always going to be from the side. And okay. So that's why he, a lot of it, yeah. a lot of conversations he had was circumnavig, never really direct. It was yep. always from the side. He never really approached anybody head on. Yeah. Never okay. confronted everybody. So like even when he's standing out, he wears sunglasses like a crab, like I'm... Oh, yeah. I like that. That, 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 that really does come off. I can kind of see how... how how putting an animal can really, really add a lot to that. Cool. I, I think that's one tool that I think everybody should kind of 
look for. I agree. Especially if you want to do like method acting. Now there's going to be a whole nother thing when I watch movies. I'm like, going to what, be what's like, their, what's their, what's your spirit animal in this? What, what is the animal that this person shows? Hmm. <laughs> I like that. And then the other thing I would like to mention is because uh, Betty Davis, when she was on the Dick Cavett show, she talked about how she thought acting was primarily a feminine job. Hmm. It's completely female. Females do it. And it's the most natural thing a female could do is acting because we do it all the time in our life. We can be this, this, mm-hmm. mom, turn off mom, do that. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of like shades yeah. of a person you want, you want to display at a certain time you know like okay you know and she goes that's why i think a lot of male actors have to do the macho films to forget that they're doing a very feminine job we have <laughs> okay we're, we're gonna do this and... <laughs> oh yeah don't need that toxic masculinity <laughs> it's okay to feel it's okay it's okay to feel that way <laughs> well we were just talking about it because um toxic that's a good thing you brought up because the movie that's 30 years old this this month is Science of the Lambs, which is completely about toxic masculinity. Yeah. And I think everybody, obviously, it's, it's marketed as a monster, you know, trying to capture mobs. They're, you know, monsters, right? They're, right? they're killing bad guys. But you look underneath the themes are just a woman trying to have a job and make it into a man's world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it, she's kind of, yeah. Well, you you've seen it, right? You've seen Science of Lambs. Yes, yeah. It's it's been it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I have definitely seen it a few times. I just I think that's one of the nice aspects of it because if you watch it, it's her fighting misogyny, uh-huh. mansplaining, this whole male fluster bureaucracy, glass ceilings, and just having equal rights. Right, just trying to do her job, and then everyone's like, mm, nope. I mean, even when, yeah, even when she gets to the FBI training and uh-huh. the two people at the door, but the boss is interrogating her. He doesn't care about the, you screwed up, but they both did, but yeah. he's going to go after her. Yep. Yep. Super fair. Gosh. <laughs> right. So if you want it, it's, it's not really, it's presented very well, but it's not overhanded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. It's one of the last, it's one of the, one of the last movies, one of the first movies I was smart that after filming they went to an exotic location for a vacation mm-hmm. and put it on the movie. Had to have this, so they went to I think it was somewhere in the Caribbean. I mean, oh. it was like the, for the end, the last scene of Hannibal Lecter on the phone chasing his mm-hmm. doctor, mm-hmm. and the, the director's like, "No, this has to be the last scene." So he brought the entire cast and crew for the the week to film there to film that one scene. All right, we're on vacation for the next week on oh, the movie's wow. budget. <laughs> Oh, great. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so everybody was there. Jodie Foster was there. They just did the cast and the entire cast crew spent a week vacationing. They sh- uh, but they said, we had to film that. Yeah, we have to. We had to go right there in that day. In the, le- in the last six days, we just wrap up some <laughs> little things here. <laughs> <laughs> Which they do it now. I think it was uh, one of the... And it's one of the if you watch movies now at the end where they go to like a cabin or something mm-hmm. like that, like oh they totally went on vacation for the movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like that aspect because yeah. <laughs> it's. Well, I mean, you've already spent so long on this film. It's like a whole family crew. You got to have a little family vacation. I know it's. <laughs> I think it's it's almost like being an Olympic an Olympic team, right? You guys are committed. You're doing. You're on. Like, oh all, yeah. And you're gonna win trophies and medals, and all of a sudden, all right, time to go home and. Forget mm-hmm. all about it. Ever happened? It's 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 hard to leave a set, especially like those really like fast forty eight hour. Like you're yeah. just pumping. You're spending days together, just 
working on this project and it's so hard to just have it all go away. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like when you finish a really good book, you don't want to close it. You don't want to close that chapter and move on to the next book. You're I'm like, always, ah. we always, we talked about moving, we're thinking ahead. And mm. I'm all, all I always do as a book reader, like how far do I have to go? Yep. I always have checked out the last, okay, I got 50 pages. Uh, I'm okay, gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to slow down here maybe and just enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, there are some books back there in my studio that are half read because you just jump onto the next one and you're like, all right, I'll just Google what the rest was. <laughs> this isn't uh, getting all my, isn't very exciting. I mean, just kind of see what happens. Okay, move on. <laughs> so are you, were you like a video store girl to hang out the video store? Mm, not really. I think no. I was... I was definitely a lot more shy growing up and still shy today, but definitely was not hanging out at <laughs> the <No>. video store. <laughs> you weren't a video store jockey, huh? Mm-mm. Because... Maybe, maybe the video game store once right. in a while, but like I definitely would like rent movies, but I wouldn't You wouldn't rent out. video games? Sometimes. Okay, I'd, I'd sometimes. Probably, probably just buy them. <laughs> So what is your what is your all time favorite video game? What is the automatic for you? Um, the first one that jumps into my head is Okami. It's okay. not a very big game, not, not well known as in that big. Not really famous. Yeah, Okami. It's it's an older game. It came out on the PS2, but it won Game of the Year in two thousand six. So right. I, I don't know. It's just the artwork is so gorgeous. That it's it's I keep playing it over and over just to experience the story and how pretty it is. It's just up my aesthetic completely. It's it's like Japanese. Now I want to stop. I'm gonna stop taping. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> it's so pretty. Like you don't even. It's it's just so nice to look at. <laughs> oh, what's it called again? Okami. O k a m i. So you're a wolf god. So you're a wolf and you Shut walk up, around. Really? Yeah, you yeah. are. <laughs> and you have all of these, you use your 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 brush techniques is like your magic power. You have to draw to to fight. Okay. So there's a lot of funky things going on there and it's it's really fun. So you have a lot of options of what you can do with it. Yeah, a lot of your you have a you have this big like library of moves to use and each yeah. enemy, you know, a certain move will work better, but it's also it's just so interactive and fun. I, I know I, we just critiqued uh, Karate Kid and Karate Kid Part Two for the YouTube channel, Kyle, and they kind of filmed those are coming up. And we were talking about it because when I was 10, 11, Karate Kid Part Two came out. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember when he was going to break the ice and he did the hole with his hands. Yes. And, I rem and then we, we watched, and I rewatched it just for the purpose of critiquing for the YouTube. Yeah. And it got me a flashback. And I was like, oh, my God. I turned to my wife and go, I remember doing that before every video game, playing my cousin. I was going to kick his ass. You know? <laughs> so you just like, you sit there like Karate Kid, like, yes, get ready. I'm going <laughs> to wreck you, kid. <laughs> Let's go. Just like, the, just like <laughs> Danielson's going to break the glass. So yep. Like the ice. Uh, yep. <laughs> and I go, I remember doing that before I played like ice hockey in Nintendo. <laughs> Do you ever do retro gaming? Like the yes. old? I I mean retro for me, I've never played an Atari, but I do I miss like Nintendo sixty four would be retro for me. So that yeah. or like PlayStation One. That's retro for you. For me, yeah. yeah. That would be like what I started to game on as a kid. 
Okay. So, but do you have a P P PlayStation One PS One? I have I have PlayStation Two, which plays both. Yeah. And I have uh, three and four. Um, my roommate has an N sixty four that we like to bust out once in a while. So that's some good um, good times there as well. Atari was mad. That was crazy times, man. Does anyone have one anymore? Uh, <laughs> like, it's in in the steps, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably in the in the lock case in the safe. <laughs> it was it was like what? Yeah, yeah. it's huge, monumental. This, this this thing called Pong. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a. I think even Texas Instrument even had. We had a Texas Instrument, which was a console, and it had a keyboard and a joystick. Really, it's the same thing. So they were making video games before calculators. Think calculators and video games. Okay. And then wow. they had a video game. We have a Texas Instrument too, and hmm. an Atari was just so many options. Right. And their consoles were actually a little more cheaper than Texas Instrument, but it was. Yeah. Okay. I'm a Cubert Frogger. That's what I learned on. <laughs> I like Invaders. all those games. I do. I do. I uh, grew up playing that on my handheld yeah. on Nintendo SP, like all the all the old games they released a variety game pack and i i play them all the time too you would have ate up the arcade up store. oh i love the arcade i love up down that's an <laughs> arcade here in minneapolis um but i i wish more were out there i yeah. feel like it's like a scary like dying breed maybe i don't know it's, it's just it's not, not it's not it's not at 1987 anymore where you can go in there and just kids come in with their pockets full of quarters and you just yeah that would have been yeah. really awesome to to grow up in that time i feel like i would have fit in pretty I well would, i used to cut grass for my neighbor and i was so <laughs> mad he didn't pay me in quarters I was like I, dude i want to go to the arcade <laughs> like what are these dollar bills i, I don't want paper these. money <laughs> give me the give me, yeah. give me your pocket change <laughs> yeah all right we're gonna take a little break um back more with some more fun stuff with carly do you read books do you live by small bodies of water surrounded by trees and other wildlife? Is that geese shit? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you have found a home here at the Brook Reading Podcast. Each week, I read a book while nestled in my small New Jersey apartment and gaze out the window at a brook. Then I jump online, talk about it, ask for your opinions, and bitch about something for approximately five minutes. If you would like to join this madness, Check out the Brook Reading Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or on the Radio Public app. Let's step into some animal feces together. We're back with uh, Carly. Carly, so if I started back video games, what would you recommend for me? For you today? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Should I do Cyberpunk? I've heard it's really good if you're on, if you have like an updated computer. <laughs> okay. Not like an old console, but okay. I heard it's really, really good. Um, I feel like a lot of people, like for a game, Last of Us. 
Oh. Everyone loves that game. I liked that game. What is it? Is that one of those like it was, world dystopian? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. And has a like the main aspect is just how these people interact. Like the story is so good. Like okay. it's almost like a movie, really. Well, like, some of them actually sometimes are kind of yeah, better but, than a movie. That's why video games capture me. It's like a movie you're interacting with. You're yeah. part of it because yeah. there's so many great things. But probably why the movie Doom failed. <laughs> we, we like playing the video game because I like. I don't want to sit and watch somebody else do the game. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here to push these buttons. What's he's doing? <laughs> probably why people didn't like the Resident Evil game movies because I'm yeah. You know, I I didn't mind them. I didn't okay. really play the game first so maybe that's why I, I went in watching it it's a movie entertaining yeah. i really like like all the, the actors like i thought yeah mila i love her she's great but yeah. i didn't maybe a video game true hard fan yeah. comparing it to the game maybe that's why they didn't like it is my assumption because you know you're taking something into the other media usually yeah. things aren't it's the same <laughs> thing like you didn't take exactly from the book to make it exactly like yep. in the movie and it's like it's Man. like okay yeah. did they well they, they tried yeah. <laughs> are you scary you don't like scary movies do you i love i love scary everything i really do i'm just okay. i'm just easy to scare <laughs> doesn't mean i won't do that it's just it's just right. really funny for everyone around me <laughs> <laughs> so okay i can be watching a scary movie you know and i'll my scream is what's gonna scare my friends around me <laughs> <laughs> or or i tried playing yeah. the the new i believe it was resident evil the new one that just came out and i literally in the in the demo it wasn't even like the game didn't start yet we didn't own the game yet but it was just the demo and i was playing with my roommate and i literally screamed and like through the controller oh, Carly. Like, not like across the room but like it was more like a drop out of your hands like ah, ah i yeah. got i actually like stood up and was like oh god <laughs> i heard i heard the zombie but i couldn't see him and then all of a sudden he was on top of me well we, my wife and i we went to see 28 days later when it was in a the theater oh i like that one. and the one when he the monster comes out of the, the i think the, the laundry outside and he runs she, she didn't say anything she just got up and she left and she never see <laughs> she never came back <laughs> oh i definitely had those moments where you yeah. just it's it's actually beyond that fear and you're just like nothing you're like no but we had this we had a different experience when we went to see valerian and we sat there and there was very many not very many people in the theater and we i turned to her i go i'm gonna pay dearly for making you watch this oh yes <laughs> when did that one come out is that a new one uh valerian came out about what is Three years ago. Okay. I Four not, years ago. I have not it seen just, that one. You know what it needed? It needed mm. Bruce Campbell in it. <laughs> yes. That's when I was watching because I can't remember the lead actor, but he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and all the sci-fi, and, and it, it should have the kind of the delivery like Bruce Campbell. And mm. I turned to go, this movie needed Bruce Campbell, and it would have been a billion-dollar box office hit. Absolutely. Yeah. More, more of our talent needs to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> not to their own horn, but... He's still I've, funny. He's funny on Twitter, man. Mm. He's still funny. So he's still got it. Yeah. yeah. Can you watch Evil Dead? Um, I... Because that's kind of silly. I But have. it's really good. That moments are like gross. I Yeah, gore is probably my least favorite genre. Not a gore um, It's actually... Being an actor has made it a lot more enjoyable 
because you can yeah. see the other side of it and I can take away that gross aspect and appreciate like wow like like that's how I watch horror films is wow yeah. look at that special effects artist who and who are they like yeah that's amazing but if I don't watch it in that aspect I'm like oh <laughs> it's, it's too much for me there's a lot of people uh, I don't want to name her name but there's um there's a woman that uh, we've had, and she's a good friend of mine, but she's like, I don't like horror movies, but I like being in them and making them. Yeah. And there's that aspect of it, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely, it takes a lot of, a lot of the, like, the gross or the weird maybe out of it when you're part yeah. of it. I don't know. How to... No, my, my wife, my wife does not like horror movies, but she loved Ready or Not. She thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> And that had a great ending too, right? You knew that was gonna happen. You just, you know it, and you're still gonna watch and enjoy it. But mm-hmm. you know that ending, right? Yeah. Yep, it's coming. Yeah, and we're and we're waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't shy away from more movies, but you kind of won't really want to go for it. You're kind of like, okay, let's, I'll do it. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah. be your puppet, and I'll scream, and you guys laugh at me. <laughs> yeah, but Good. I mean, I. The one I was I was in a future and um every every like jump scare scream I did was authentic. <laughs> and do you know I, I mean like unfortunately that the film isn't gonna be out there, but like I wish I could get a couple of those those takes because they were just gold. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. I did the, like, all those takes and they were all real. <laughs> So you were in a horror, horror movie and had to do the jump scares. And yeah. They were, authentic, they were obviously very authentic. They were so authentic. It, it was a good time. I had a great time on that set. <laughs> can you talk about it more? Well, what, uh, or do you have to hold it? Okay. Well, it's it's not. Uh, there was a couple of issues with character names that okay. not changed to fake names. All right. So it was not. It, the, the, the film cannot be released. Ever. I see. Oh, okay, because yeah. they didn't have the... It, yeah, the, the, the real names of people were <laughs> in the film. Okay. So that could have been an easy lawsuit, I believe. Something, yeah, the, something yeah. like that. You're going to get a phone call for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. but it's unfortunate, but that was, a, that was such a good movie to work on. It was just a fun time. <laughs> well, So what, what was it like your first time acting on film? Were you comfortable with it? or? I was definitely very nervous because... Um, it was because you're not a robot. Yeah, I'm not a robot. That's true. I have those things called feelings and emotions. Oof. Uh, but yeah, it was it was nerve wracking because I. But was, it was kind of had to be like it exciting. Was, it's too. so exciting at the same yeah. time. It's like you you try to like remember to keep that exciting nervousness instead of the scared nervousness, and it goes yeah. a lot better. <laughs> but no, it's 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 it was a great time. I remember uh, one of my favorite movies is Maltese Falcon. And there's a scene where Humphrey Bogart comes back to meet with Mary Astor's character after what after it transpired, and she's mm-hmm. supposed to be very nervous and then, and work you know and then nervous about meeting him. She's had certain feelings, and uh, John uh, Houston's t- the director said, "Why don't you go out and run laps before we do the take?" And so now you see it; she can tell that she's very out of breath. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Well, I, I just did my first movie ever last year. Yeah. Yeah. And 
That's um, so cool. Direct, first time directing, and I wrote it. But um, like I treated the set was I want to show off everybody's talents. But I like how everybody works. I, I think it's fascinating. I, my my actor brought a jump rope with him to make sure his energy was always up. Oh wow! And always up, always going, and yeah, because I, I think the role he it was uh, we always demanded the role be very loud, very energetic, and he sure. brought a jump rope. He was actually was moving around. He wasn't sitting still. He's getting his. Blood mm -hmm. going, and I like that kind of trait. And he's yeah. staying in character, always, always keeping yeah. that the energy there. I like. I that. always try to use. I never want to use your real name on set. I always try to call you by your character's name mm -hmm. on set. So I always, and then we're like, "Hey, Joe," and I was like, "No, his name is Corey. Come here." Right. Yeah. I, like so that I think too. that works for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, in 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 the, work uh workshop extensives with Will Wallace. There was one thing that he said too is. You know, you're not like don't say it as as other person. That person is you. You are that character. Don't say, well, my character. No, 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 no. It's you. Say, yeah. I am upset because this person did that. Like you have to live it. You yeah. have to believe it. Like you're you're in this character. So, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Put your mind in that. So. It'll come out right. Yeah. So. Uh, what like the horror movies have you whatever what other stuff have you done because you've done modeling too right yeah modeling is almost like and, I, and the people have a distortion between modeling and acting is a different deal but i think modeling you're telling a story as well right yeah yeah there's there's it, it kind of goes like hand in hand in that like you can kind of tell a story you're there's art to it there's emotions yeah. um i feel like just creating the whole the whole piece whether like the like the backdrop can really make a whole difference. The lighting can change the whole mood. Yeah. Your whole expressions really can. So it's it's fun to play play around and just create fun things. Um, I'm fortunate that I live with very creative people too. So it's nice to share that. Like we'll just do a random photo shoot for fun yeah. in my house in my basement. And we'll just do it up, and it's just just nice to have fun and play. Now did. No, you went acting, then modeling. But did you yeah. always kind of do the modeling as a kid? Kind of like, you know. How... Um, no, I, honestly, that, I mean. It's kind of developed later. Right? It's, it's, it was more of like a, in high school, I, th I kind of thought about it. But it more developed after the acting started. Yeah, so. probably got more comfortable. Being myself. That, being yourself, right, yeah. Yeah, and, and like yeah. putting myself out there and like actually showing, you know, like the modeling I do instead of just not like never posting it because I have a lot of stuff that I've done That's but I haven't posted you know <laughs> it's just it's like ah oh. and then like the time goes on you know it's like old content you don't want to like post it but it's just like a hmm, you know is there something with modeling that you really want to do that you haven't done yet I would love to do I mean obviously with current circumstances it's hard but more collabs just doing it with more people yeah. i think i feel like it's it's fun to do everything you know have your own style and everything but adding more people really really adds a lot of yeah, it just bring fun like, a like set, the whole set yeah and then the whole like an other person's mentality and how they think is so wonderful to have the other point of view like i never even thought of doing it that way like how beautiful is that i don't know I remember an interview with a um, photographer that he's it's difficult to hire Robert Downey Jr. because he never goes away. He'll want to do everything. Let's do this. Let's, he'll spend like hours at a photo shoot. <laughs> so if you want, he'll I go. You just let's do this. What's for this? Let's do this. I'll just, just cut my hair. Let's do, yeah. Right. Yeah. I I kind of feel that way. We could just just keep going, and then all of a sudden, 
it's been hours and we're all exhausted and we haven't yeah. drank anything or water. <laughs> you have a snack here. <laughs> go, 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 go. So fun. So with the modeling and then the acting, you're still working on it, right? So yes. kind of a, is there like classes you do for modeling or do you work with like the photographer before you get on set or? Um, a lot of the things, um, I started to acquire my own equipment and kind of do a lot right. of self-shoot things. Um, Which is good. That's good. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I'm not everyone's going to enjoy everyone's style. And it's kind of fun to. But that's what the first thing they're going to critique, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. But I always say when, a, when people ask for writing advice, comic books, and story write, mm-hmm. I always say it's not academic, but figure out your style first. Yeah. And yeah. all the rest of the stuff of how to write and how to create and all that mm-hmm. stuff, figure out your style first because mm-hmm. that's the first thing they're going to talk about when they critique you. Yeah. 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 And and making it like, I know this sounds very simple, but to really enjoy what you're doing really makes a difference too because yeah. if you're just doing it for a certain weird reason, you're not actually enjoying your work, it can really show. You got to be. No. And, and then, yeah, I agree. And then if you get critiqued, I feel like, you're in a better spot to understand why and not be so self-defensive and like, oh, I, maybe I wasn't so confident. No, just be confident and do what you want and be like, you know what? I appreciate your constructive criticism, but I'm yeah. going to do me. <laughs> well, it's what took me a long time to get started. Yeah. I'm in my 40s and now I get my creative stuff because I always worried about what other people are going to say. I, I, yeah, I understand that completely. Or mine's just going to be too dumb. Yeah. The fear of failure keeps me from doing so many things. The that fear sucks. of like, you know, what are people going to think about that? Or, yeah. you know, is this is this going to work out? Or just it's, it's well, it's I know hard. you know what Tim Burton's the same way. He never sits screening his own films. He sits in the lobby and make sure everybody else is watching it. He's not going to sit there and watch. yeah. He just... I'm the same. <laughs> I've I've whether it has been work because I've had a work crazy schedule yeah. or it just never worked out. I've never actually seen my own stuff in the theater. I see it afterwards, but like in the theater, like I can, I can hear people whispering and like there's things and I'm like, I'm just a little bit of a too anxious person for that. <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. I love the, I applaud the people that just don't care and they're just going to do it. Yeah. 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 yeah I just like go that. and do it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, I, I appreciate a lot of people that I know now are just, What's taking you so long? Get it done. I don't care. Why don't you get it done? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, especially for writing, and I think if you read scripts too and stuff like that, I think I get too much wrapped up in the ending. And I critique a lot of things about what the ending was, mm. which sometimes I just a little too much harshly. But I really, really enjoy a good ending because you want to pay off. We've been doing this for two hours. What's Where are we going? Right. I yeah. feel like that can easily be a make it or break it for a lot of things yeah. maybe i'm too harsh too maybe i'm kind of the same path but like that's but... probably why i get turned off by video games because once it's over it's like that's it right let's start over again yeah <laughs> well there's a lot of games that will let you start a new file like a new story game like you're right. starting from fresh but you can keep some of your things from before like maybe some of your items or your weapons or your stats and that kind of encourages yeah. you to play again but it's like you've already played it it's kind of hard to go back sometimes sometimes do you have a particular, and it's tough to ask because a lot of people go through the brain, but do you have a particular favorite movie that you always enjoy watching? I do. I have, I feel like a couple of 
staples I go back to. Okay. I mean, having I have like a wide variety of favorites, whether it be like a Disney classic that oh, yeah. you want to keep, you know, hey, I watch running yeah. the. I watch Summer Party Massacre and then watch My Fair Lady. <laughs> I love all that. <laughs> um, Which I believe My Fair Lady is a far more rotten film than <laughs> Summer Party Massacre. You really have to take a woman and treat her like that and mm-hmm. mansplain everything to her and then dump oh, her. Man. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what was your what's your favorite movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I th- I feel like my favorite genre has yeah. always been of either like sci-fi fantasy or those weird mind game psychological yes psychological thrillers are my favorite like we can get along great oh yeah, yeah. but i when, like mind trips you know yeah the mind dirty word i feel like one of my favorites you is know. the matrix yeah that's just was like that that's still a movie i can watch to put on today and it's still exciting <laughs> as i watch it the first time can i, don't I share know what can i share my matrix story yes i was in art class in college so my painting class, and it was a workshop day. So we just brought our equipment and set up our easel, and everybody's working. It was a class of 20 people, 20 kids. Mm-hmm. And we're just painting, and people plug in. Some people are playing, listen, listen to music. Some people are just quiet. And it's pretty quiet. And then the first 15 minutes, and then this one guy comes out in the middle, because we all have like a circle, like our canvases, and not really paying attention to us. Okay. And this guy just drops his brush, walks in the middle circle, and he's like, have any of you guys seen The Matrix? <laughs> And we're all like, no. He goes, I saw it like two days ago, and I still, like, you got to see it. (laughs) (laughs) It's been affecting him for two days. (laughs) It's the greatest thing ever. And so, like, I think all of us as a class, like, all right, all right. Then the next time we had a class, like, go back on the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. He just shared that with you. Oh, yes. But that that was the, that's the apex of, and I was just talking to my friend Kyle, that was the apex of when the 90s, where we did a lot of what is reality sci-fis. That's. Like 13th Floor, like Strange Days, and it all led up to the apex. Almost like the 60s music all led up to Woodstock, and then Mm -hmm. it went away in 1969. Yep. All these tech-noir, like Dark City and all that, led up to the Matrix, and then that's it. That was the apex. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Matrix is just so, so. So if you like. Matrix, I would recommend like Dark City, 13th Floor, all those kind of dark, like what's reality. I like a lot of those. I like like, things like Inception are really good, even though I already know the ending. Don't watch Inception before you go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I've done it twice and then you're sleeping like, wait a a minute, what's going on? (laughs) You're still wondering about the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. Oh. That one is... That's another mind-trippy one. Yeah. That's a mind-trippy, but, it, like, you're but also it's t- gross crying. <laughs> it's, a good, it's so good. But it's like, would you want to erase aspects of your memory? Because yeah. you're erasing aspects of yourself, right? Memories are yep. what we are. And it's Yeah, it's so... Because it's like taking the good with the bad. Right, yes. And are you going to eliminate the bad? Or you're, or, I'm sorry, are you going to eliminate the good because there mm-hmm. was bad? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, the ending of of them like repeating things. Ugh. I agree because there's a lot of because when we talk about ourselves, we only talk about the good things, what we like, and what's good about us. But you know, like Salvador Dali used to put ants in his paintings, and people are like, why do you do that? He goes, because I hate them. That's. <laughs> 
And it's another aspect of your life, right? Right. I don't like them. Well, why would you put them? Because that's an aspect of like. I have a reaction to them, and that's part of my identity is I don't like ants. Right. Right. The the negative is also part of us, too. Right. Yes. And it's very hard to talk about the negatives, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dolly, right? He's psychological. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, if you, once you go away, you're going to have to watch Dark City, 13th Floor. I think so. Jacob's Ladder. I don't think I've seen any of them. The original Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, you'll like that one. It's a scary movie. Oh, good. And it has a little bit like, what's going on? (laughs) I like that. With the ending that pays off. Yeah, yeah. There's a great one with uh, Robert De Niro and Mickey Rourke, Angel Heart. You would love that. I have not seen that one. Oh, you have to. We'll love that one. That's a. It's. It's not really a horror (laughs) movie, but there's a little bit of horror that makes it even more like. It's like that cringy horror. Oh. You know, it's not like. Gore. Well, there's gore in it a little bit, but it's like, okay. like Robert De Niro's like he's got like long fingernails in it. Oh, at least creepy. Yeah, and then okay. he's like eating a hard-boiled egg, and it just looks gross. But he's not doing. Oh, he's just got like long nails, and he's just eating a hard-boiled egg, I and like it's like, that. ooh, I want a shower now. Right. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Have you seen Lord of the Rings? All of them. Yeah. 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 It's like that scene in the third one. I think it's the third one, where it's the uh, the guy that's in the, in this in like the seat of Gondor, and he's eating the food as the battle goes on. He's eating that tomato, and it's just like oh, the king, right? Yeah, and it's just like just running down his face, and like it's one of the most disgusting scenes. Yeah, but, but it's a it's, metaphor of who he is. He but, just wants to eat everything and not give a crap about anything. And he's else. just eating a tomato. <laughs> but it's like wow, you really ate that tomato. <laughs> it's just oh. <laughs> we always talk about that in like a film, film theory of how how many times you actually see people eat in a movie. Yeah, because it's it's a lot of well, it's a lot of energy, right? Because you would have to take two. All right, bring another hard-boiled egg for <laughs> Robert. Right? Yes, because well, well, it's the logical aspect of you have to make the food put on film, mm-hmm. but also people don't want to look like a mess when they're <laughs> especially an actress with makeup don't want to have like lettuce in their teeth or something like that. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Continuity. <laughs> so really you like horror movies and psychological thrillers but you mm-hmm. can also like the musicals and all the other ones yeah, yeah. All, all the cute so you have ones. like a whole spectrum i do yeah. yeah i feel like my i mean i i do tend to like just about every kind of movie out there i feel like my least favorite is probably romantic comedy we had um to be honest with you <laughs> uh, clara umberger she was here she mm-hmm. didn't like rom-coms I don't like them, but I have a favorite cliche is running in the airport. That's my favorite cliche. (laughs) I will love those things. Running at the airport. I love you. (laughs) Or how they get through security and like stop them right at the gate. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Then my second cliche I always like is the the cops sampling the drugs. Is that cocaine? Oh, yeah, that's cocaine. Wait, I don't know for sure. Let's try that. Yeah, that's cocaine. <laughs> I'm not quite. Is that heroin, mm, Rob? Yeah. Mm. Which in real life, you'll do. You'll get. You'll, yeah. You can't do that in real life. Yeah. They have <laughs> little makes, kits. Makes they, you wonder. No, I'm scared. <laughs> Is that how they tasted it back then? <laughs> but if I don't know what cocaine tastes like. I don't know. <laughs> that cop sure does, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> And then, my, of course, with you being here, I always like the brunette's the bad girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sure you like that cliche. 
Yeah. The I brunette's like always the bad girl. Right, because the blondes always have fun, and the redheads are, like, wild and crazy, and the brunettes are evil. Eh. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Brian De Palma did the opposite in Femme Fatale, which is the brunette is the hero, and the blonde's the bad girl. Mm. He flipped it. Ooh. Yeah. Did people like that? <laughs> I don't think people... Well, when I went to see it, people didn't like Femme Fatale. It was just not... Oh. When you watch Brian De Palma, you expect, like, ultra-violence, like Scarface, like Untouchables, there's blood and go allegory of violence and just right. was not in that movie ah. so he just pumped up the the naughtiness mm. oh <laughs> <laughs> we can't have one and we're gonna have the other we have the other right one. gotta yeah. have some kind of balance <laughs> well that's why we have horror movies right yeah because you can't show right which i always love in america which is mom and dad and their teenage kids what are you gonna see scream free all right have fun <laughs> go have fun right. well, yeah <laughs> <I don't... laughs> which is so weird why we like violence all right go ahead enjoy it yeah, yeah it's fine yeah no problem do you remember the first scary movie you saw i'm pretty sure it was blair witch oh really yeah i re- yeah, yeah it was i now that i'm thinking back yeah i cried <laughs> so did you watch it at home or i went to the theater to see it, it. was it was at home i re- remember like not like like walking like halfway through and like sitting down and like my yeah. mom like this is a scary movie carl you don't want to watch it this isn't really this isn't appropriate for you right now you know like <laughs> why are you sitting here and i'm like i'm fine i want to see what's going on and i cried into my room you know <laughs> everyone's but i did like the ending yeah that i i, I love that movie now <laughs> i did like the ending it's one of those first that really sold the whole well it's YouTube before YouTube, right? Yeah. It was yeah. like, no one did that handy cam. That was like the first one that, at least in my experience, like, that was like, like you know, home video style. And yeah. you're just going out in the woods and it's like not a actual big old production. It's just these kids in the woods, you know, like that aspect is was actually very, so like groundbreaking and very weird and like. But it gives you opportunity. I mean, all you need is, is a tent yeah. and three kids and a camera and go make your movie, right? Right. It kind of yeah. definitely, I think it changed a lot of things about movies. Like, I feel like any, it kind of gave the whole, anyone can do it kind of feel. <laughs> yeah. Even if, you know, it wasn't, if it wasn't more than, than what we saw behind the scenes. Like, I, I don't, right. I don't know their whole production and how big or how small it was for Blair Witch, but. Well, it was a whole. I remember when I was I was I was in college, but the whole advertisement this they sold this as authentic. That was right. the gimmick. This was authentic. This right. is real. This yeah. is we're not faking it here. It's a real teacher. And the, the actors in the role like left, like you couldn't find them. So the whole yeah. Now they like the whole cast and crew. They all sold this as authentic, and then it kind of wore off, and mm-hmm. people got. I think that was the saltiness of it. The people the wore off. Like this is true. Like of course it's not true. <laughs> Who the hell walks around the camera like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, people thought it was real? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so that's why the whole... That was the whole selling point was this <laughs> ah. is authentically real. Yeah. Which is sparrows from a lot from what happened in Cannibal Holocaust. Was That was in the mid-80s. They sold that. This is real. This crew came out. They never survived. And this is the footage we found. And it's all... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. So. I mean, it's, it's great for marketing. Right, right. Well, it's like I said, it's not, it's not what I mean. Those every story has been told before. It's not really like we say on our YouTube channel. It's not the story you tell; it's how you tell it. Yep, that yeah. sells it. Everybody. We've seen it before. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, there's it's hard to find a new idea out there, but you can 
tell it a certain way or shed, shed a, a different light on something, yeah. and it's a whole new story. Well, like in the 80s, where we did a lot of mixing genres, like Ghostbusters, comedy mm-hmm. and horror, was put them together and have fun, you know. I or, like that. you know, sci-fi and horror, mm-hmm. like Alien. So it's a lot of mixing genres yeah. of, you know, Westerns and this and that and that. Yeah, so I have, yeah. I like that, though. You ever, you, you ever thought about doing writing? I have. I have a lot. I have this notebook of things I've been running down in for a very long time. And it's getting pretty big. I, I, I've also been thinking about even just whether it be small or big. Like, even just small little funny things, like, yeah. should just be out there. Like, everyone deserves a laugh. <laughs> I like to make people laugh the most, I feel. Like, Comedy's hard. Comedy's hard, but it comes natural for me. And I, I, oh, I so. applaud you. So like, I don't, I don't, I, I say that I don't want to like. Here's my line, right? Yeah, now. I just took yeah. my own horn, but like, it's never, it's never come off as hard for me. I don't know. I, I think. Well, I like you that. have to. I've had a lot of arguments with a lot of other different writers, but I think you have to have some comedic element in your movie. Yeah. It has yeah. to be something. Even if how scary it is, there has to be something funny. There's got to be a break yeah. of, yeah. of like emotion. Empire Strikes Back is a funny movie. Mm-hmm. It's a funny movie. It's not my fault. Not my fault. Right. <laughs> yeah, I I have very like, I have like a horror film idea, but I have this one more drama, which is very unlike me. Like I don't usually t- like gravitate towards like the very serious that'd be the, drama that'd be hilarious as that the first thing you kick out i know like <laughs> because it's it's but it's like and then people are like carly what what yeah. is this but like i i want you to i want people to feel what i felt and like okay it, there's so many like real moments it's it's I, I need to write this and shoot this all right you got your notebook out <laughs> start writing it yeah you gotta, but it's just it's about it's about real life and it's about like just about aging about old people but like so there's some sadness and some mm-hmm. scariness but like there's yeah. some great funny moments in there too oh I, I know i'm getting old because I'm, <laughs> I'm watching baseball now and i'm 43 i'm watching baseball and if that, that there's a hit out in the outfield and the guy's running full steam after it i'm looking at it like what a waste of energy Just... <laughs> what are you doing bud <laughs> 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 and I play old man hockey, which if the puck goes in the corner, we're all of us looking at each other like, you're going to go get it? You're going you're gonna... <laughs> to... Snapping in my 20s, we're all be like scrounging up. For now, we're just like, oh, God, we have to go after it. All right. <laughs> Doing rock, paper, scissors to go the funny the, ball. <laughs> the funny thing with my old man league is we get girls to be our goalies and they laugh at us. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> We have one, and it's like, how is it? How's the game today? And she goes, you guys are such in slow motion. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> slow motion. <laughs> slow motion sports. <laughs> Old man hockey, yeah. I like that. Which I'm, I'm, I'm 43, and I'm like a young guy. Yeah. So we have two rules. You have to be older than 40 and not give a crap. <laughs> just out there, just enjoy that you're living, right? Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like that. I think more clubs should be, like, just... Yeah. <laughs> Rule, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy your life, have fun. So yeah, I think horror movies and like if you dramas and everything, I think you know it's, every story is about what's your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Everybody's journey about what's your authentic self. Gosh, yeah. Even Raiders of the Lost Ark is searching for your authentic self. Is mm-hmm. Indiana Jones going to ruin the Ark or is he going to preserve it? Right? right. Or you know, like Alien, is she going to Ridley? Is she going to actually muster up and survive this? And who, who you yeah. really are to be? But I think horror movies are all about feminism. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. it's all you have to think about the feminist. How you gonna? Because you're gonna attack it or you're gonna embrace it. And I think that's the central court. When especially when I write when I critique scary movies. Yeah. What yeah. is the feminist aspect of it? I like that. And I think if you and I think that's why a lot more girls love horror movies than they are a lot more. If I go to like a horror comic con, I think mm-hmm. it's usually like sixty forty. Really. Women like really? it. Okay. They're used to it, man. Yeah. They live horror movies. They're used <laughs> That's to, true. Your life is, I mean, <laughs> yeah. have you read your DMs, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. We definitely experience a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of our own horror films. So, yeah, that, that, that does make sense, though. And I, I feel like we can really, um, I feel like we can write some crazy stuff, too. Yeah. Because, like. <laughs> Throw in some real life stuff and some and well, some like summer party summer party massacre. Mm-hmm. A girl wrote it and a I'm sorry, a woman wrote it and a woman directed it and mm-hmm. it was all female casts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, Carly, yeah. thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. I hope you had a lot of fun. I have some ideas, and now you guys now I have itinerary movies you have to watch. Now. I really do. My list is growing, and I'm so excited <laughs> to go watch those and play more video games. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, um, Carly, and uh, for the first season, thank you for coming, kicking off the new season, and it's not over till the guests say it's over. It's uh, over. Okay. <laughs>